0: Colossians 1.18 says, So spacious is he, so roomy, that everything of God finds its proper place in him without crowding. This podcast is going to help you live out your faith, walk in the Spirit, and rest in God's grace. Hey there, my name is Wendy Parker, and I want to welcome you to the Spacious Room Podcast. Hey there, and welcome to the first episode, yes, of 2023. Happy New Year. And I want to talk about busyness, and it gives us nothing. (laughs) Yes, I know. It's probably been crazy over the past few weeks um, with Christmas and with New Year. So, you know, this podcast today is going to be about taking some rest, taking some time, um, because all our busyness, you know, it it really gives us nothing. It, it's it does. Because I don't know about you, but I've found that that sometimes when God wants to tell you something, we just get too busy. We just get too busy to stop and take time to listen to Him. And it it's crazy when you think about it. We give all our attention to busyness. And and what does busyness give us in return? Well, I'll tell you, it gives us absolutely nothing. That's right, it gives us zip, nada, diddly squat. Um, Or apart from an early night in bed that you want to, you're just exhausted because you're just too busy. But busyness, it, it becomes like this demanding three-year-old who stamps its foot if we aren't giving its full attention. You know, however, we're... We've only got ourselves to blame, right? Because secretly, really, if we're honest with ourselves, we actually like to be busy because we crave busyness. You know, you, you've ever asked someone, oh, how's your week been? Oh, I've been so busy. Like it's this badge of honour, you know, of, oh, well, what have you been doing? And then you, you know, you listen to like this massive long list of what they've been doing. Um, um sometimes you're just exhausted listening to them um with what they've been doing. I'm like, oh my gosh, wow, do you have like 48 hour days? Because I've only got 24 hours and you know that sometimes that's a struggle to get things all crammed in. But busyness, you know, it it, it makes you feel needed, doesn't it? You know, it makes you feel wanted, it makes you feel important. Because like, oh, I'm so busy. Um but busyness gives you nothing in return. And so we have to learn to slow down, you know, and this is probably a good podcast to listen to at the start of 2023 because you know, God is probably saying to you, you need to slow down, you need to breathe again. You know, I we are never going to be able to find ourselves if we become lost in this abyss of busyness. You know, we we've just sung. In the Christmas season, silent night, holy night, but you know it, where was the silence? Where was the where was it? Maybe you did have some time to yourself, which was great, but you know, sometimes it's just crazy, you know, this season of craziness, where everyone's running around and and that, and now now the new year is here. We're just like, whew, we're just going to stop. Because, you know, busyness gives us nothing. And I believe when we actually stop and we actually rest and we actually listen to God, spend time with him, he shares his best dreams with us. He shares big, audacious, bold dreams. You know, unlike busyness, God is always going to give us something in return for our attention. And a few weeks ago, I had the best morning. It was just this impromptu date with my hobby. And we decided to just go to Sydney. Um, You know, it's like an hour and a half drive away. And we got there. We had no plans, no particular place to go. You know, nothing we desperately wanted to do on this impromptu date. We just thought, you know what, we'll just enjoy the morning together and You know, wherever we end up, we end up. Well, my hubby knows, he knows one of my favourite places in Sydney is actually the New South Wales State Library. Yeah, can you believe it? A writer, favourite place is the library. And I, and it was a Sunday, actually. Um, Yeah, we sneaked out. um, We sneaked off and uh, didn't really tell anyone. (laughs) We just went. (laughs) Um, But... I was like, "There's no," and he's like, "We're near the library, Wendy. Do, do you do want to go in?" I went, "There's no way we're going because it's Sunday. It's Sunday. It's not going to be open." He's like, "Well, we and we and then we saw these people queuing up waiting to get in." And he's like, "I think I think it is open." I went, "Oh, oh, how exciting!" So you know, my inner writer's delight was the library is open on a Sunday. I can't believe it. Um. And as we walked into the library, I mean, if you've ever been in the New South Wales State Library, it is, to me, um, being from England, it's just got that stately feel about it, you know, the the like all the decorations and the old school, you know, sandstone and and all the just the majesty of old buildings, um. You know, and I'm, I'm walking around the library, just soaking it all in, loving it, um, looking at all the displays, uh, and then we wanted to end up in the reading room, which you have to be really quiet in the reading room, because everyone's working really quietly, but it, it's got massive rows of books all the way around the walls, and oh my gosh, I was just, this is me, you know, um, just sitting there, soaking it all in, you know, I, it was great. Um but we, we were looking at all the displays, and, and there's all displays of writers and poets, and, and then I came across the display of the Australian author, Henry Lawson. Now, I don't know a lot about Henry Lawson, um, but he's famous for his short stories and poetry, and if you're an Aussie listening to this, you're like, I totally know who Henry Lawson is. So I was reading his display and all he had unpublished works and all his writings and it, and it's fascinating it's like a you know a piece of history in this glass cabinet and i was reading that he actually had an ear infection when he was a child which left him partial with partial deafness by the time he was 14 and looking at his unpublished work and his handwritten notes and he's asking a friend on one of the handwritten notes if he could loan a pound until he can gain some work Some money from his work. uh, I thought, oh my gosh, typical um, poor writer. You know, I thought, yeah, it it, nothing changes, right? Um, If you're a writer listening to this, you totally get what I'm saying. Um, And as I studied the collection of Lawson's writing in this display case, he wrote about his challenges from being partially deaf and how it had affected him. And this is what he said about his deafness: He said it was to cloud my whole life to drive me into myself and to be, in great measure, responsible for my writing. Well, as a writer, I I totally understood Lawson's comment because sometimes it's through the challenges and the trials that that life throws at us that we realise we all need to become responsible for the gifts and the talents God's blessed us with. And if we're busy all the time, we 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 can't, you know, we can't focus in on on what God's asking us to do. And and in this quiet solitude of of this grand reading room in the state library that I I was in, and I was embracing the scent of old books like an old familiar friend because I love the smell of old books. Yeah, I'm a bit weird like that. Um. But I pondered Lawson's words that I'd read. Responsibility. That's what kept coming up. And God has always told me, "You—you respond." it's a responsibility. You have a responsibility. And I thought, yes, as a writer, it, it's my responsibility to use my words to help people lead them back to the heartbeat of God. And as I sat looking at the rows and rows of books lining those bookshelves, It was like each one was standing to attention like a military soldier, ready to be called up for duty whenever someone takes it off the shelf. And I thought about each person who had written all those books, each author who'd written the book, and how they'd stopped their busyness, focused on what they need to do, took the responsibility seriously of penning words to help others. And in the stillness of this grand, majestic library, I felt a purposeful pause. And it had allowed me to leave all the busyness in the Sydney streets outside, lay down all its demands, all my have-tos and whether I really want to-dos, as the claims and calls that busyness hollers at us so frequently had been left at the entrance of the library door so I could sit quietly in the stillness of this place and you know what it just felt like home and in the quietness in the stillness and the silence I could hear God's whisperings along the bookshelves calling me once again to be who he had called me to be and to not fall into the trap of who I thought I should be And what about you, dear friend? Would you be able to stay still long enough and ignore the pleas and demands and the busyness at the start of this year as it starts ramping up again? Just to rest, be quiet, feed your soul, find the path that leads you back home, leads you towards a calling that God is asking you to take responsibility for place where you can hear him tell you of all his dreams and plans and you can hear it so clearly. You know, a space where you feel that sense of responsibility to use your gifts and your talent for God's glory. Because remember, busyness gives us nothing. Trust me when I say when you hear the unmistakable voice that calls your name, a voice that builds joy and hope inside you, The world can never offer that because he demands its needs and its necessities and its requirements. And, you know, when you stop and you hear that unmistakable voice calling your name, calling you to a purpose, to a responsibility of what you need to do with your gifts and your talents, you will never look back. Sometimes we just have to stop and we have to stop thinking and doing and being busy all the time and doing so much. And we have to go where our heart leads us, back into the stillness and the quietness because it resets us, it refocuses us. Stillness teaches us things which busyness knows nothing about. And in Jeremiah 33.3 3, it says, Call to me and I will answer you. I will tell you of great things, things beyond what you can imagine, things you could never have known. But how can we know all these great things that God is wanting to show us if we don't leave all that busyness behind? Remember, busyness gives us nothing, and it will keep letting you do in its bidding, pushing you around like a piece on a chessboard, demanding your next move until it wins the game. So from my heart to yours, dear friend, I hope and I pray that in 2023, this new year, you will find some time to rest and reset, to come once again thirsty for God's presence and to sit quietly with him, to believe and to wonder again that he's got you in the palm of his hand and to dream the dreams he's going to dream with you. And to take that responsibility of your gifts and your talents, regardless, whatever it is he's asked you to do, take the responsibility. Spend time with him. Listen to his heartbeat. Ask him, what is it you want? What do you want me to do? And we'll do it. And he wants to do it together. That's the relationship he's got with his people. And what has he placed in your hand that's going to be used for his glory? And I pray today, dear friend, that you will just stop and rest, leave busyness at the door and spend time with a God who loves you, who wants to dream with you and who wants the best year ever ahead for you. And I'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you would like more teaching and messages on the Christian life, then check out my website, thebigvoiceonline.com. I look forward to sharing the spacious room with you next time.